This is Monday Mindset with Isha Warriors, episode 41, Gratitude Lights. How to turn the mundane into moments of gratitude. Aloha. My name is Ali Lothane. I've been empowering and inspiring others through yoga for over 15 years, specializing in yoga for teens. If you are ready to live life to the fullest and love it along the way, Let's enjoy the journey together. Happy Monday, y'all. Or shall I say salam to my Persian friends listening. So glad that you can be with me today, this week, as we talk more about gratitude and how it can transform our life. And one of the ways that I... I'm hoping to express gratitude and say thank you to all of you listeners is I have a um, drawing that I'll be doing at the end of the month. So if you refer Monday Mindset with Isha Warriors to 10 different people, any episode you want, share them with 10 different people, take a screenshot of that. And at the end of the month, I'll be putting out on my Instagram that's at Isha Warriors, a call out for anyone who has done that and we'll do a drawing and you can win a $50 gift card. So I just appreciate this opportunity to be able to talk with you and really it gives me a chance to reflect on different things I've learned and to bring things into the forefront of my mind that I want to incorporate into my life. We forget so easily, right? In thinking about what I was going to say today, I was reminded of a moment that happened, oh, about a year and a half ago. Our daughter, Marin, was four at the time, and I had just finished reading her stories, and we were sitting in our rocking chair, just kind of snuggling, you know, doing a little nose-to-nose. I was stroking my fingers through her hair and just, just loving her in this moment, and she looked up at me, and she said, Mom what are those lines on your forehead? (laughs) And I kind of just chuckled and I said, oh, those are wrinkles, dear one. And she said, oh, can I have wrinkles too? And I said, you definitely can have wrinkles someday too. And it just caused me to think about in her perspective Her mom is the most beautiful thing in her life. She is her world. And to her, those lines are something that she wanted because the person that she loved the most had those same lines. When you look at wrinkles, do you think they're beautiful? It's just interesting, right? Wrinkles are just lines. We choose to think of them as ugly or as beautiful. This idea that things are just things and it's how we think about them that molds our feelings and emotions was a concept that I learned doing yoga teacher training and learning about meditation oh, over a decade ago, right? This whole concept of circumstances being neutral and our thoughts about those circumstances creating emotions and dictating our reactions was something that I really began to learn more about. So when we think about that, the sound of a dog barking to one person is an animal trying to communicate. To another, it's annoyance. 
A car horn honking to one is an irritation. And to someone like my friend Mary, who grew up in New York City, it is a comforting sound of home. And it's not just sounds. Think about the taste of kimchi. Served with most meals in Korea, another person might find it too intense of a flavor. Biltong is a beloved South African snack, but many Americans might prefer the taste of beef jerky over it. What about smells? Many a family road trip from my family growing up took us out onto country roads out in the farmland and the smell of livestock and manure. And all of us kids would be in the car plugging our noses and my dad was rolling down the windows and announcing, I love this. This reminds me of growing up in the farm in Kansas. Breathe it in, kids. Right? Spoken like a a true dad. Things are things. And we decide how we want to think about them often based on past experiences, memories, or what we associate the sound or smell with. And I'm not saying there's a right way or a wrong way to think about a certain taste or a texture. I mean, for sure, I'd rather have clothes on that are comfortable and cozy and soft versus scratchy and rough. But the fact is, I get to decide how I think about things and whether I want to be annoyed by it or love it. What are some of your pet peeves? What circumstances do you find bringing up feelings of irritation, impatience, anger, annoyance? Could gratitude possibly help change your perspective on it? Maybe. In Eckhart Tolle's book, The Power of Now, He talks about how waiting is just an opportunity to be present. He says, give up the waiting state of mind. The next time someone says, oh, sorry to keep you waiting, you could respond, that's all right. I wasn't waiting. I was just standing here enjoying life. (sighs) Mind blowing. (laughs) What? We could choose not to be annoyed standing in a long line, right? Here in America, Thanksgiving is just around the corner and Christmas a few weeks after that. It is a time when there is an increase of the hustle and the bustle and crowds and longer lines. Can you even imagine what a different holiday these would be if every person standing in line thought as Eckhart Tolle did? If we all took a deep breath, let go of the heaviness, the impatience, the worry, and the thought, I'm just standing here, grateful to be alive, is what we chose to think instead of, I don't have time for this. This is taking forever. Oh, that cashier is so incompetent. Oh, these people are so rude. You know, I mean, the list goes on and on, right? What if we thought, I'm just standing here, so grateful to be alive. Three words have the power to transform any situation. I will never forget reading The Hiding Place by Corey Tenboom, and I have read it so many times since that year in fifth grade that we read it for the first time, but I remember very distinctly as a young person reading that book and being so affected by it. And I remember reading the part where she and her sister are in the concentration camp, And her sister 
is saying a prayer and she expresses thanks for the lice. And after she finishes praying, Corey says to her, how can we possibly be thankful for the lice? But what they find out is that because of the lice, the guards don't want to be anywhere near their area. They don't want to be anywhere near the lice, which means that they enjoy a greater amount of freedom in that concentration camp because of the lice. If two Dutch women can find something to be grateful for in one of the most despicable and desolate circumstances, surely I can find gratitude today. Buddha once said, when you realize how perfect everything is, you will tilt your head back and laugh at the sky. Is it possible that our human minds have a hard time grasping that both the pleasure and the pain is for our good? That things we see with our short-sighted, impatient lenses as being hard and horrid are really what is best for us in the long run? What if moments that previously caused us annoyance and frustration could be reminders of what we have to be grateful for. Going back again, over a decade when I was in my yoga teacher training, I was driving. And I was driving with my two little ones in tow and I was running late, which is pretty common for me. <laughs> I don't exactly remember where I was going, but I do remember that there were people waiting on me and I felt a great deal of urgency to get to my destination. And I was hitting every single red traffic light. In America, that means a lot of stopping and waiting at a time when I wanted to speed and arrive and be done. I remember feeling so much frustration and just saying out loud to the light or whoever wanted to hear, come on, you have got to be kidding me, another red light. I don't have time for this. And kind of just fuming inside, right? But then my studies about meditation and this thought, sounds are just sounds, things are just things. And then Eckhart Tolle's words about waiting came to my mind. And I thought, what if a red light was an opportunity instead of a curse? What if every time I had to stop at a red light, I thought of all the things I was grateful for instead of counting the seconds till the light turned green. So, that very moment, I announced to the kids, look you guys, it's a red light. How many things can we say we're grateful for before the light turns green? And it became a game. Each of us taking a turn to rapid fire off things that we were grateful for. And then, the light would turn green and one of the kids would yell, green light, and we would have to stop. Even if it was mid-sentence, you'd have to just stop when the light turned green. Red lights became gratitude lights when you drove in my car. We even played the game when the littles had friends in the car with us and they would join in. I have played the gratitude light game for over a decade with my kids. Now those littles are almost 17 and 15, and we don't play the game as often. 
Not very often at all, in fact. But because I have a five-year-old who still finds the joy in anything we call a game, every once in a while, when we have to stop at an intersection because of a red light, she will yell out, red light. And the game of seeing how many things we can list that we are thankful for is reborn. And annoyance and impatience transforms into joy and laughing and a lightness in the car and a sense of bringing us together. I wish I could say, as I've gotten older and wiser, I no longer run late or get anxious being stuck in traffic. But what I have noticed happen more and more is that I get anxious and impatient less and less because I can believe new thoughts. Thoughts like, I will get there when I get there, and it's all going to work out. Thoughts like, this red light is giving me a chance to become really present and enjoy the moment. I absolutely believe that all the years of playing the gratitude light game has helped me transform a mundane moment that previously brought just annoyance or impatience. It switched. It switched that whole moment into a time where I can just be. And it doesn't have to mean something anxious causing. I can believe new thoughts and so can you. Thoughts like I am grateful. Eckhart Tolle has also said, accept then act. Whatever the present moment contains, accept it as if you had chosen it. This will miraculously transform your whole life. Accept then act. Whatever the present moment contains, that's a big ask for a lot of us. Whatever the present moment contains, accept it as if I had chosen it. Why would I choose to go through this thing? I know some of you might be thinking, I've thought that before, like, why would I choose to go through this thing? But if we can say these three words, I am grateful, if we can choose to accept the circumstance that we're in and maybe even accept it as if we had chosen it, this will miraculously transform our whole lives. In yoga philosophy, there is a concept called samadhi. It is the highest state of consciousness, enlightenment, wholeness, and bliss. Reverend Jagannath Karara once said, the goal of practicing yoga is not to obtain something that is lacking. It is the realization of an already present reality. Yoga practice does not bring about samadhi directly, It removes the obstacles that obstruct its experience. Remember my four-year-old's innocent question about wrinkles and how she wanted those beauty marks? You know, she wanted the lines. We are born pure, y'all. We are born pure. The obstacles come later and our own thoughts create those obstacles every day myself included. That is why we have to clean up our thoughts daily. Some might call this repentance. Repentance just being another word for letting go of the things that keep us from 
samadhi, bliss, wholeness, enlightenment. Eckhart Tolle also once said, if your prayer was merely two words, thank you, it would be enough. Mr. Tull understands gratitude is a powerful way to clean up our thoughts, to help us gain a greater perspective on our circumstances, and to help us let go of the obstacles that keep us from that lasting peace, that feeling of wholeness and bliss. Next time you have to stop at a traffic light, think of all the things you're grateful for and just see how time flies and how your mood changes. Or perhaps there's something else in your daily mundane that can be transformed into a reminder to be grateful. Every time you pass by a certain sign, go through a toll booth, travel under a bridge, or hop onto the subway or the tube for my English listeners or the MTR for my listeners in Hong Kong, right? We all have different things that we do every single day. The possibilities are endless. Create your own gratitude light moment and bring a little bit more joy and a little bit more bliss into your life. Thanks for listening in today. If what you heard resonated with you, let me continue to uplift, love, and inspire you through the online yoga classes I teach at ishawarriors.com. Isha Warriors is a -a one-of-a-kind platform created just for teens and accessible to the whole family. We offer chair yoga, beginner's yoga, all levels vinyasa and restorative, so yoga can meet you and your family's needs wherever you're at on your journey. If you enter in the code PODCAST30, that's podcast in all capital letters, 30, you'll receive $30 off the annual teen membership. The first week is free, so why wait another minute to bring more peace and confidence into your life? See you on the mat.